Blog Talk Radio. Good morning. You are listening to NABWIC, the National Association of Black Women in Construction, Blog Talk Radio Show, founded to increase the national awareness of black women in the construction industry. NABWIC is the charge and takes the charge for black women to advocate for further opportunities to its members. Our mission as a core foundation is to strengthen the building blocks of new educational, entrepreneurial, professional, and social network connections. The vision of NABWIC is to build long-lasting strategic partnerships with first-rate organizations and individuals that will provide groundbreaking and innovative solutions for black women in construction and their respective communities. We invite you to call or text or email family, business associates, or friends and tell them that we are on the air right now. Or they can join us on the Internet by logging in to www.blogtalkradio.com slash N-A-B-W-I-C or by phone at 714-459-3918 and press 1 to join our conversation with questions or comments. Good morning, good morning, good morning, and yes, to NAPWIC Talks. I'm Jada Williams, your National NAPWIC Radio Chair and host for today. And just like the commercial just said, I have to ask you to follow, like, and share on all your different social media feeds that you are hanging out with NAVWIC, the National Association of Black Women in Construction, or head over to our website at www.navwic.org and engage with us. Yes, check out our calendar because we have so many events going on, our different committees, and, of course, hit that Join Now button. Yes. Go there and click Join Now and become one of NAPWIC's newest members. We can't wait for you to join us. Hey, we have an absolutely amazing show planned for you today. We also have in the studio no other than Ann McNeil, the master builder herself, Ursula Odom of Sula 2 Publishing, and Jackie Perry of JP and Associates. Good morning, Ann. How are you? Jada, I tell you, every week, Every week, if I were any better, Jada, I would be you. So you know this is another phenomenal, phenomenal opportunity to talk about who we are, what we do, who we do it with, and who we're talking to today. So let's talk a little bit again about who we are. As many may already know, we are the National Association of Black Women in Construction. And we were founded to increase, create, support the construction industry and trades, A&Es, owners, and our members in the construction industry as the voice. So as the voice of black women in construction, our mission was founded to continue to increase the national awareness of black women in this construction industry. And our charge is to continue to advocate for black women in construction, our businesses for contract opportunities to continue to create strategic relationships and environments to support educational, entrepreneurial, and professional and social network and network connections. And I would tell you, Jada Casada, which you are going to introduce, I can say on a personal note, 
that when I talk about, and I'm making this personal to me, but when I talk about the purpose for which uh, this organization was founded, and as the founder of this organization, I can truly say that our special guest today is an excellent example of a NABWIC strategic partner of an MCO strategic partner. And as the president of MCO, I just want you to know, Louis Cassand, if I've never told you before how much I really appreciate your uh, partnership with our firm, your partnership and strategic relationship with NABWIC, the organization, because it is uh, because of partners like you. And I make this personal to you because when we met, you were with another firm, and now you've moved. And the reason why I'm saying that, Jada, to everybody on the air is because I believe that people go out of their way to do business with people that they know, like, and trust. Louis Cassad and I met on the golf course almost 20 years ago, and I know people talk about, oh, you know, did you, did you see my email? Did you get my text? And I will say that busy people are busy, and none of this is personal. It's strictly business. And when you think about a strategic relationship, it's a long-lasting relationship, and sometimes it may take a while to connect, but anything that's worth having and worth doing takes time to do and to have. So, Jada, I'm going to wrap my comments up with that because I'm very excited to have my friend uh, on with us today. And also, I know we're going to talk about the water uh, water opportunities and our NABWIC billion-dollar water industry day that we – actually, this is the second one that Louis Casada has participated with us. The first one, actually, for NABWIC was in 2016, and here we are again you know, uh, about five years later doing it again. So, Jada, as always, let's get this party started. Of course, of course, of course. You know I can't wait to get the party started with you always, Miss Ann. This is going to be an absolutely amazing show. I told you guys, if you do not understand corporate memberships or the benefits of being having a small business and, and having a membership with NAVWIC and or just being a great friend of NAVWIC, listen, we do not want to make you jealous in the studio this morning, but I can promise you, you're going to want a piece of the action. So always go to our website, click join now, engage with us, find out what we have going on, and become a part of these absolutely amazing conversations here on NABWIC Talks. Listen, we're going to take a quick commercial break and come right back and talk with Mr. Louis Casada, Senior Vice President of Gannett Flemings, Inc. We are so excited to have you listening to NABWIC, the National Association of Black Women in Construction blog talk radio show. Please call, text, or email family, business associates, or friends and tell them that we are on the air right now. Or they can join us on the Internet by logging in to www.blogtalkradio.com slash NABWIC or by phone at 714-459-3918 and press 1 to join our conversation with questions or comments. Please follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Don't forget to follow us by liking our page and post your questions or comments. NABWIC's intent is 
to always go into the high schools and colleges to encourage our young black girls and women to enter into the construction industry and to take interest into the STEM programs that are offered. We encourage you to listen to this show or past shows on the Internet by logging in at www.blogtalkradio.com slash N-A-B-W-I-C. Thank you, and we're back. Yes, indeed. We are back, and our special guest today is Mr. Louis Casada, who is the Senior Vice President over at Gannett Flemings, Inc. Louis serves as Gannett Flemings Water Business Line Director with more than 25 years of experience on some of the most complex infrastructure projects in the southern U.S and Central and South America. He is responsible for overseeing and operations and strategic expansions of Gannett Fleming's growing water sector and is a recognized thought leader on the topic of smart infrastructure. Lewis' dynamic career ranges from community programs to large international infrastructure projects, but his passion is in providing community improvements that ensure quality of life and environmental stewardship. Good Good morning, Mr. Casada. How are you? Good morning, Jada. Good morning. I'm excited to be here and able to talk to you again. Yes, indeed. So listen, you know, you're such a great friend of NAVWIC. We all feel like we know you. And, of course, you know, we like to say being a little stalker on top of being your friend, how about in your own words, you tell the audience who you are in terms of your own background and how you came to do what it is that you're doing today. Of course, Trita. Uh, actually, as you all know, I, I, I never been short on words. Uh, but even though talking about myself is always funny, so I appreciate the opportunity to, to actually let people know a little bit of my story and how I came here. Clearly, you can hear that I wasn't born anywhere within the continental U.S. I uh, was born in, in Europe, in Spain, and early in my life, I happened to come to the United States for some education opportunity, uh, and I ended up continuing my career. Uh, I'm a proud graduate of Georgia Tech. Uh, I was fortunate to spend a large part of my early life in the United States uh, in Atlanta, where I met great mentors and great people that launched my career into a lot of the characters that I have today, uh, individuals that I always recognize that have been uh, very important in my career, uh, lady by the name of Vicky Rivers, rest in peace, but she was a powerhouse out of Birmingham, Alabama, that I was fortunate to work with her and she introduced me to the value of being an active member of society, being engaged in the political arena, being engaged with issues and matters that were important, not just being an engineer, but being an active member of the community was one of the greatest assets that I learned from Vicky. And of course, my godfather, uh, professionally and personally in a lot of aspects, Mr. Dean Bell in Atlanta, uh, who took me under his wing, uh, was the champion for me early in my career. Uh, I came in as a student 
so I was part of the student visa programs into the United States. Dean Bell was the individual that believed in me and moved me up to sponsor my permanent residency under my character and knowledge due to my titles and, and work ability and created the opportunity to give me a life in the United States, which I will forever be thankful to him. Um, proudly became a citizen in 2001. And after that, another big aspect in my career as I was moving around different um, opportunities and jobs with a previous firm, as I mentioned, I spent 23 years of my career with a singular firm first. Um, I, I got to move to Florida and that's where um, Anne McNeil indicated, uh, happened to have a, participated in a small golf tournament and I got to meet her. Uh, one of the best aspects of meeting Anne was her passion, her energy, her drive, and her willingness to you know, take under her wing these young men from coming from Georgia with a funny accent and funny ideas and said, you know, uh, I think we can, we can help each other understand uh, much more of the challenges that we have in our society, in the community of engineering and construction, uh, how, you know, a young man from Spain can meet with construction and help program and develop better teams, better ideas, a more diverse uh, set of tools and individuals that can make a difference. Um, as she indicated, uh, Anna and I have a little tradition, which is at least once a year we meet for breakfast. And as she indicated, her being extremely busy, and you know, I, I tend to be a little busy with some traveling and, and the work that I do for my company. Uh, we tend to always try to find that one moment to, to spend time together. If there's one thing that I recommend to your audience and everybody, one of the secrets in my career is, I think I have been fortunate to be um, partner with individuals like Han and Dean Bell and Vicky Rivers, where you always find a few moments when you truly need it, when you always have that, that person that you can in, have a conversation to work with you through the true challenges of looking at where do you want to go and what do you want to do, what is important at the root of the issue. Um, one of the things that also took me forward in my career that I recommend uh, folks to consider is to stay true to themselves. Uh, many times I found myself uh, navigating through opportunities and being challenged with the idea that if you, if you become more traditional, if you become more of the pattern that is expected of you, it might be easier. It might be better, they tell you and I heard that several times in my career. If you lose your accent, uh, you dress a little different. Um, if you uh, maybe don't take um, so much passion on, on little things and focus on the big things and the big money, it'll be easier. 
Well, I can tell you one thing. I'm not sure if it, had, it will have been easier, but I know it will have been not as fulfilling and as enjoyable as it has. And I think that's one of the things that if you give yourself the patience and the challenge to stay true to your, to your core value and to your core focus, you will get there because you will be fulfilled with positive energy by the people that are around you, and those people will provide you with a better, better return that you will ever get through finance or through recognition by entitlement. Um, yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. I can totally, totally pick up on that and agree with you there, Lois. With that being said, what a wow, wow story that you just, you know, summed up for as quickly um, of your life going from student visa to senior VP at Gannett Fleming's and then just describing the different types of friendships and partnerships um, that you developed along your journey and also staying and working in the community. What a resilience in your leadership there. And then, of course, like you were just speaking of, that staying authentic. Being authentic is what makes you more successful when you figured that out along with your purpose, Lewis. I just think that is such an amazing show opening that we can kind of sort of drop, drop the mic early in the first 15 minutes. <laughs> but with that, all that being said, Lewis, right now, where you are now in your career, what are your key focuses? Um, the, the principal focus that I have right now is the ability and the and – the, opportunity to create um, within the, there is three aspects. One of them is personal, one of them is company, one of them is, is community. Um, I always try to separate and always try to have a portion of my effort driven towards each one of those three aspects on my life because as I indicated, that's what I believe it fulfills me. You know, it's not just about me, it's about me a relation with the community, and then my other family, as I call it, always my work family, which I, uh, those that know me know that I, I tend to interlace uh, the concept of my work life being a family-style life of relationships, uh, which is good as in evil, but uh, being that. But the primary focus that it drives me on my position right now is the ability to empower people to change, to make change. You, we all have gone through a radical transformation in the last two years. The pandemic has really turned everything that we thought set, everything that we thought it was given for granted, everything that was uh, assumed to be correct, every path that we had set forward was challenged by the pandemic. First of all, by the enforcement of an isolation world that is unnatural to most human beings. Now, uh, some of the folks in the audience might, might be of that introverted streams, uh, which are very comfortable in, the, in this environment. And I, and I have people working for me that actually have thrived on this environment. But one of the things that is 
important to realize is the fact that this new environment has affected everybody. How do we turn that effect and how do we empower and create a positive reaction to those challenges that have been created within our work environment? What opportunities do we have of take organizations like Ghana Fleming and transform the, the way that we relate to each other and the way we work with each other, not only through increasing our technology and our digital ability, but also on the human aspect. How do we train our people, take this opportunity to allow people to have tools and ways and learning that they can increase? How do we use this also as an opportunity? And, I, uh, and I, this is one of my goals uh, through the integration of community with the work environment, and that affects and, and is one, one of the works that I, I, I love to be working with NADWIC about, which is how do you break some of the barriers that historically have been set up because of the normal operational procedures of our society? Now we are able to break through those much faster, much more aggressively. We can create teams that incorporate different types of abilities and, and characteristics uh, our teams no longer have to be formalized geographically. They no longer, uh, it matters so much when we're talking in the space of a digital environment like this uh, about what are some of the normal biases that we find when we enter into a meeting. I mean, who am I to even identify, but the idea of being a black woman in construction. When I dealt with construction for 25 years, and I probably can count with one hand how many black women I encountered in the construction environment in the first 20 years of my career. How do we break through those barriers? How do we bring more um, non-traditional social groups into participating in the great power that we have with infrastructure, with the creation of water systems, with the ability to work within our communities to empower our society where water, wastewater, stormwater, everything related to water, and beyond that, you know, transportation systems, everything becomes a much more powerful platform to create and to allow uh, non-traditional students and others to be engaged with us and make a difference. Um, so that's kind of my goal and my objective. And I said that is a point, and I spoke in from a position of privilege because, as you pointed out, I am a director. I have a title and, a, and I have achieved a, a position in the company where I can direct and drive that. But at the same time, um, Today, after 25 years of that uh, career opportunity, I find that one of the biggest uh, fulfilling moments is the fact that I cannot say that I don't have to worry about me anymore. I don't have to worry about clients. My job now is to empower, to allow others to cry, to allow others to challenge the system and be an ally to them so they can make a difference. So hopefully we continue to transform and to increase um, our pool of knowledge and the individuals that get represented on that pool of knowledge in our engineering, in science, in construction. So one day in the no 
too far future from today, I will walk into one of those construction sites and I will see a complete different set of individuals that I see today. That will be one of the, the objectives that if you ask me to, that will be one of the goals and what drives me today to drive through this. Absolutely amazing. Well, you know, you are connected with the right organization, the right group of individuals that's definitely going to shake up the demographics. And when you come back in years in the future, it's definitely going to look different. I just love the fact that you share, you know, though you are a super busy individual person, you've pretty much broken your um, focuses down for yourself in three compartments, which is the personal, the professional, and the community, but you also hear your mission um, with the passion coming through the speakers of your passion for empowering individuals in the construction industry and also, of course, driving infrastructure, smart cities. You can really hear the innovative leader that you are. So which brings me to my question, um, you know, we have our NAVWIC Water Industry Day and billion-dollar lunching coming up, and I know that you are participating. Why is it so important? Now, why was it so important for you to participate again this year? year in the NABWIC Water Industry Day? Um, there is one thing that is very important, as you indicated, with um, individuals that have the ability to provide information that is relevant, which is allowing them to have platform. One of the visions and one of the, the passions that I have about the Billion Dollar Luncheons is, is a forum and a great vision towards allowing the true uh, individuals that have the, the controls of what is going to be the future of our, of our business uh, to come together and speak in an area where it is safe for them, but it's also full of their peers so others can then learn and, and provide that better. Um, the Billion Dollar Lunch for Water, I'm super excited about it because that week is really putting together some of the top metropolitan and utility uh, leaders to come and share their needs and the challenges that they are facing today and towards the near future. Ironically, and I had a lot of conversations with them about this, I see very little opportunity for them to share with each other and realize that they all have very common problems that they might be more, better suited to partner with organizations like NADWIC and others to come to solutions, but they don't have the platform and the time to see that because they are so busy and focused on their own individual challenges. Some of the cities that are going to be participating on the Billion Dollar Luncheon are some of the biggest metropolitan challenges in infrastructure that we see today. You know. Uh, areas in Michigan, Detroit, New York, Florida, California, Texas, all of these areas are facing very similar challenges. The, passion, the, the great idea about creating these is also the opportunity to give them a view, to let these leaders know that while uh, there are giant companies that will always come in and say, I'll take care of everything, the secret of the success on this is the legacy and the, the change that they implement in their own communities. 
One of the things that I love about the approach that NAVWIS has to these participation and these luncheons is we, and I apologize, I use the term we because I feel part of the organization as, I, as I'm very proud of it, of what I'm created and you all have, have pushed forward. <laughs> you uh, are, but, you are. But we, we can present then the fact that while the whole problem will be solved in a continuation of activities, there are first steps that can be taken that can be total differentiators to the way it will be done to the future. Some of the ideas and some of the members of NADWIC that I met in some of the meetings have already participated in solutions that are localized and that are valued. The great power of the organization is that that knowledge gets shared immediately to other members. And then these great teams get formed to come up and present to these other communities and said, let us help you to come up with a solution that is pertinent to you. I learn in other places to create something for you. It's very rare that the decision makers in the large utilities, the directors, the commissioners, the, even sometimes elected officials, they don't get that opportunity to hear that too often. And at the billion dollar luncheon is a fantastic platform to hear that. Particularly, we're gonna be talking in this one about the challenge of how do we create a bigger pipeline of, of trades and individuals that are gonna be participating later in those communities working and operating these facilities for the next 30 years. You know, instead of hiring corporations that will come in and, and bring in the workforce from whatever is necessary, how do you create that? How do you partner with the local community? How do you partner with engagement on education and trades and, and cross-train? Um, one of the greatest things that I, I love about the approach that we have to the billion-dollar lunch is that it's not a traditional solution. It's not just let's throw more engineers into it. No, it's let's throw a little bit of everything that represents the community to come up with that solution. I'm excited about it. I think uh, anybody who wants uh, to participate and uh, sign up for it and wants to listen into it uh, will get a lot out of it. I know uh, any of your members or anyone that is thinking about becoming a, a member to NADWIC should also consider participating because they're going to see a big, big empowerment. And as we all joke about it, you know, let's be honest. A million-dollar project, it became a billion-dollar problem, and now it's a trillion-dollar challenge. Uh, and if not, let's turn the news on and look at the infrastructure package that the federal government is looking to pass. That is in the T now, not the B anymore. Uh, <laughs> we need to get involved because it's critical to our society and to the development. And this is an opportunity to participate and the Billion Dollar Luncheon Program actually helps that unification of putting the right uh, decision makers together and listen to each other, but also hear different opinions. That's why I'm excited about it, Jada. Man, I could not have said it 
any better, Lewis. We are definitely, Jackie in the studio, we are definitely going to break this interview down and do those sound bites of you advertising our Napwick Water Industry Day and Billion Dollar Luncheon. Thank you so much, Lewis, for giving out so much information on that. And also, audience listeners, that event that Lewis is so passionate about and that I, I'm a part of the organization, and he got me all over excited all over again to be able to attend. Listen, these are a part of your member benefits. If you are not a NABWIC member yet, listen, go run and hit that join now. But the NABWIC Water Industry Day and Billion Dollar Luncheon is going to be November 9th. We're going to start at 11.30 a.m., and you're definitely going to want to go and register so you won't miss that event. But listen, before I share more, because I know if you haven't had the opportunity yet, I know you're running to go get that notebook and pen because Lewis is getting too deep up here in the studio and giving out so many gems that I know you want to write down. And in this next hour, I know that our audience listeners, if you are ready and in a good position, go ahead and hit one on those phones and join us in the studio. Speak directly with Mr. Louis Casada, Senior Vice President of Gannett Flemings, Inc. He is the Water Business Line Director. We're going to take a quick commercial break and come back and talk more NAVWIC and the water industry with Mr. Louis Casada. Well, my name is Robin Donaldson from Tampa, Florida. My business, Renew Construction Services, we provide construction services, um, specifically large event cleaning and janitorial services, as well as janitorial supplies. NABWIC saved my life. It gave me life. It blew life into me uh, because I had found myself in school studying for architectural design, and I did not have an exit plan. So anyone out there who is or who has a dream and do not know how to implement that dream, I would highly, highly recommend NABWIC as a place to start because there you're going to get your foundation you're going to understand your why, you're going to create a plan, and then you're going to be taught how to implement that plan. And when I started with NABWIC, again, I was in school. I just started the company. I was doing residential cleaning. And as a result of everything that I've learned and implemented, I went from the toilet bowl to the Super Bowl. And I couldn't say it any better than that. Yes, indeed, from the toilet bowl to the Super Bowl. Listen, to support a woman is to support a nation, and we love supporting individuals in the National Association of Black Women in Construction. We are the voice, and we say that with pride because we have become just the voice, the voice, period, in construction. So come on, continue to support, listen, and join NABWIC. We have also in the studio Miss Jackie Perry of JP and Associates. Miss Jackie, I know you are jumping off of your seats to join in the conversation. You can go ahead and unmute yourself and join us. 
Okay, well, wow, Jackie is coming out from you in the studio. Listen, there is also more NABWIC news that you can absolutely use. We have, you know, NABWIC, we are action-packed. We have this week coming up, you don't want to miss the Team Florida Conference. It's Infrastructure Reimagined, partnered with NABWIC. Yes, you will get um, some NABWIC members and some awesome presentations segment sessions going on you'll want to register the event starts this week october 14th through the 15th and you won't want to miss it um the location is in coral gables but you will want to go to eventbrite and register for that of course we have um also in navwick world the Detroit chapter is having their monthly meeting on October 27th. We'd love to give our chapter shout-outs. And, of course, we have South Florida's monthly breakfast coming up. We're giving you more than enough time. The breakfast is coming up in December. I'm not going to give you all the tea. Yes, we are hands-on. you got to do a little work around here. Head over to Eventbrite and register for the many different events that's going on in, in NAVWIC world or keep up with us on our website at www.navwick.org. So, Mr. Lewis, this has been an absolutely amazing show this morning with you, and I wanted to ask, we left off on you speaking about some of the different benefits and why you're excited to be participating in the NAVWIC Water Industry Day and Billion Dollar Luncheon that we're all preparing for. That leads me to the next question of, you know, We've talked about, we know that um, how you came about hearing NABWIC and that you are one of our founder, Ann McNeil, the master builder herself, friends, which is such a privilege in itself. And it's like, wow, you guys are friends on that side. So we know why and how you came into NABWIC world. Would you like to share with us on a different note, a different side of NABWIC, why did you believe or why do you believe so passionately that companies, organizations, other organizations would benefit from being a strategic partner with NAVWIC? Um, no, I, I, I would love to, even though, you know, the selfish side of me wants to keep you a secret so none of my competitors ever get into it. But, <laughs> no, being real... Uh, the, the empowerment, the empowerment of more people participating and partnering with NADWIC and uh, creating a, a relationship uh, between different type of firms. Uh, as I indicated, one of the one of the things that uh, brought me to NADWIC, obviously, as you mentioned, is my my fortune of having uh, been mentored and supported by Anne for years when she created these organizations and she moved through into the formation and founding of it. Um, I was super interested in the concept. And one of the realities is, you know, the fact that she takes ideas and makes them reality. Uh, it was impressive. But uh, for, for individuals to get involved, as I indicated before, uh, it brings two two aspects forward. One of them is uh, the fact that NADWIC approaches uh, the association with a vision of empowerment and allowance for companies to to come part of it 
while driven by uh, the empowerment of black women in construction as the principal motto of it. But let's look at the reality of it. It's one of the black women in construction, as I indicated, is one of the groups that it represents the true value of how different approaches and non-traditional uh, structure and companies and individuals are going to be differentiators to the future. Uh, the events that we had in D.C., the camaraderie and the willingness to share and to participate and partner together to come to support each other is one of the things that is one of the uh, non-traditional characteristics that NADWIC brings that it is, to me, the flagship of why I would like to get involved if I wasn't. Uh, because that is a very rare um, trade to have in our business. Um, let's all be honest, uh, the, the business of construction, the business of infrastructure is extremely competitive. Um, while we need more people, when we need to continue to promote bringing new talent into, the, into our, our company and our industry, and we are having to reach all the way down to elementary schools and and make sure that um, young women start getting to believe and participate in, in science and engineering and in construction and education very early in their lives. Um, the top part, which is the, the corporation elements of it, is a very, very high level of competition. So that's the second part where an organization like NatWeek is appreciated to be part of it for companies like mine. How do we create a relationship with individuals that while we are still in competition because it's, competition is also is beneficial, but it's a competition that it makes sense. It's not a cutthroat competition. Why? Because you create those partnerships, you create those the, the knowledge, the alliances, the information they share on a proactive way. That would be my uh, number one and two recommendations, they, and they're both tied to that relationship. But if, if you are creating a firm and you're working for a firm and you're interested in understanding how to make differences, the organization is a great platform to, to learn and to communicate with others to understand how differences. And then it's a great platform to create alliances and friends and, and get to know people and companies that will allow you to be more competitive when you go out to market, when you go out and share, to allow you to do the information. The other day at the breakfast in, in Fort Lauderdale, in, Fort Lauderdale, yeah, I believe we were up in the Fort Lauderdale area. Sorry, I'm a Miami boy, so I, once I get north, I get a little lost. Um, but one of, one of the things that it was fascinating to me was the discussion that I was having with a couple of your members. And I was fascinated to hear that some of the firms that are in your membership have been participating in Super Bowl events and others for years, providing security and others. And then we started talking about the concept of well, the Olympics are coming to Los Angeles in 2024. Why not transfer that and start thinking about the opportunity of bringing the organization and that to the idea of creating something like participating into the Olympic patterns? Yes, 
the Olympic committees and all those big are going to be the big giant global corporations with 300,000. But as somebody who has been familiar with the Olympic movement in my past, I can tell you the difference of an Olympics that is successful and an Olympics that sucks is when you have the community, when you have all these different small organizations, that's what it takes to run an Olympic Games. Who participates in security? Who participates in all the different thousands of little construction projects that will need to be done? Yes, they build the stadiums. They do the giants, the new rail systems. But there is a thousand different programs associated with signaling and communication to the visitors and how the athletes are going to move around and catering systems and uh, security systems and all of that. I was excited to see that relationship come up out of a luncheon. I didn't know, and now I have a contact with somebody who has reference of having promoted and worked security for that. So when I'm talking, and we are as a company talking on some of the programs for the Olympics in 2024 in LA through our California operations, I like to bring that concept forward They say, not only we are going to help you with the engineering on transportation of people and the other, but we also have partners that can help you with the security of that organization. That's how I think we're going to be really, really differentiating um, uh, as a group and, and, and how the community and the organization will help us. Yes, indeed. And that, what a better way to just show, to paint the picture of the power of strategic partnerships and why those benefits, because everybody's looking for the benefits. Everybody wants to know why, why, why. Thank you for painting such a beautiful picture with your Picasso paintbrush this morning on the benefits of the power of strategic planning and involving NAVWIC, the National Association of Black Women in Construction. Listen, I cannot say it enough. The National Association of Black Women in Construction, NAVWIC. I have my flag out, and it's waving this morning in the studio, Lewis, with you, because you have been giving us some great information, some beautiful, powerful tips that we can all use in our businesses and in our life. So we are at the top of the hour in this interview, and I just have to ask you a couple of more questions, but are you ready for the hard ones? Sure. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. Listen, and then, Louis, also you mentioned in that strategic, I want to because I just have to do host privileges because I am a board member of the South Florida chapter. But those conversations that Louis just explained about the Olympics came out of the South Florida Monthly Breakfast. Listen, be mindful of the conversations that you are having. NAVWIC, we are always having resourceful conversations and getting ahead of the opportunity and being as innovative innovative leaders as much as we can be. So you don't want to miss out on our next South Florida breakfast. And I think the next one is going to be actually um, – in Miami, this next one coming up, Lewis, if you get an opportunity to join us again. But listen, the hard questions up next is, what book are you reading or what's your favorite book or what are you doing to stay motivated and keeping yourself going and waving your own flag in your world, Lewis? 
No, they, thank you for that question because, yeah, Richard, I actually, I, I, do, I do have a passion for reading. So the first thing that I will mention is uh, if you're not reading something, uh, do, because it's important uh, that you continue to feed the, the, the thought process by obtaining information. On, on the corporate world, there's a book that I recommend to everybody. And actually, I, I was introduced to this book a few years ago when I joined Ghana Fleming because it's something that our, our current CEO brings it as a motto because it's been a great uh, guide to our corporate vision and our corporate growth and development. But it's also interesting because I, I ran around this book a couple of other, uh, in an, a couple of other courses of leadership and I had conversations with individuals that were uh, founders and members of companies of three to five people to 5,000 people, and it applies. But the book is called The Living Company. It's by Anne de Gutz. It's a book that explains the, the thought behind innovation, team development, the, the agility of a company to stay alive, to, to be a living feature, not a, a document. Uh, some of the principles, some of the elements that are presented in this book have made a huge, huge difference on me because it kind of summarized, for many years I was looking for something that it made sense on um, this different feeling that I had about what I wanted to be. I wanted to be a corporate person, but I didn't believe that the corporation had a heart. This book actually framed and presented to me a lot of these ideas on an organized matter that it really, really have helped me in my current role and it's helping me immensely on trying to motivate and, and educate and transfer some of that knowledge to others within my organization and within my circle of, of friends. So if you, I highly recommend it, The Living Company by Anne de Gust. Now, on the personal side, I always have one favorite book of all time. And uh, here is known as the, as the Men of La Mancha. I know it as El Quixote oh. uh, because I read it on the original language by Miguel de Cervantes. And I'm going to tell you why I like the Men of La Mancha. I like it because it represents a little bit of that passion of the madness of, of the thinker, the visionary. Now, if you have read that book, it's a little wacky. But, uh, El Quixote, the Men of La Mancha, but it also is, is surrounded by, by a group of individuals that completes and makes the whole book and the whole story so, in, so traditional and so transcendental. Now, I do have an extra passion for it because it has a high representation of my home country and, and some of the values that come out of that upbringing that I have in, my, in the society. Uh, his, his, uh, companion in the book uh, um, is a squire, as is read, because it's it, it reached in the 1500s. Uh, but his squire, Sancho, the words that he uses, the representation of the common knowledge of the people and how he is able to educate the, the gentleman that is represented by the nobility of, of Don Quixote, even though he's crazier than a lunatic. Sometimes when he hears his episodes, but his, blue, his nobility provides him a, a, a knowledge. Ironically, part of the reason that brought him to that madness was reading too much. So take that for granted. 
But those will be the two books that I will recommend anybody. Now, The Men of La Mancha is a long reading. It's 700 pages long. <laughs> but if you want to watch the movie or the show, it's also pretty good. <laughs> I recommend it, and it has some good music on it. <laughs> well, thank you uh, so much. Those will be what the books. App- well, thank you so much. Amazing, amazing. Great book suggestions there. And just watch the movie if um, if, if the 700 pages is a, is a little too long. But thank you for suggesting also The Living Company. Listen, Lois, what are your closing remarks? Only pick one. One closing remark for our audience listeners this morning. And share with us how can our members or our listeners get in contact with you over at Gannett Fleming, Inc. Um, my closing remarks, first of all, extend my true appreciation to you, uh, Jada, to Nadwe, to Anne. Uh, for allowing me to participate. Uh, thank you, thank you very much. I, I think uh, participation and engaging is is what I what I recommend and what I really advise to anybody who is on any part of their career, is on any part of their professional development of their company or within their company. Uh, engage, participate, participate with NatWave, participate with your community. Uh, be engaged. While sometimes it's frustrating and it's not immediate rewards, it pays off on the long run, as I indicated at the beginning. Stay engaged, stay true to yourself, and continue to be uh, an active member. Um, Don't let anybody tell you no just because. Uh, Do not accept that as an answer, ever. Always challenge the status quo, always challenge. And the easiest way to do that is to become a member of, of an organization that is a powerful and represents you and it brings you forward. And I appreciate that. And I, in order to get a follow of me, um, my email is always on. Uh, and my email is El Casado. I'm going to spell that. is L C A S A D O at G F net. Dot com. So that will be the share. The other uh, is please don't hesitate to contact Jada or, or Natwick, uh, and they will also be able to put you in touch with me. And uh, through some of the social media programs and others that Natwick has, I will be um, introducing some of my other contact information uh, so you can all reach out to me. Um, I'm also in LinkedIn, uh, but I don't recall my call out, but it's Luis Casado. <laughs> if you put Luis Casado down at Fleming, you'll find me. Uh, sorry. That's I, what we I, did when we went and got your, got your bio and, and was researching you. That's how we, stopped, we did our little stalker homework on you, Luis. <laughs> yes, uh, <laughs> I, I actually I do have a presence. Uh, I am also surrounded by a great team on communications. You know, individuals like Diana Cope and Joel Shia and Jorfa Glenny. Uh, they are part of my uh, leadership team that it promotes and it helps uh, all of us staying there. So I look forward if anybody uh, wants to get hold of me or or. Uh, have any questions or any comments? Uh, I I love to hear from you all, and I like I said, I truly appreciate the opportunity, and and I'm excited 
about the organization, um, NADWIC, and about what it represents, and what is promotion, and what we are trying to do together to move forward towards a much better future and build a community and build an infrastructure and build a society that we're all continue to be proud of and, and it represents all of us equally. So I really appreciate the opportunity, Jada. Yes, indeed. Thank you so much, Louis, for being a part of the NAB Week team and being our great special friend um, to NABWIC, and of course, we appreciate you and your team that you just called out over at Gannett Flemings. We love Yarfa and everyone else over there at Gannett Flemings, and can't wait to have an absolutely amazing NABWIC Water Industry Day and Billion Dollar Luncheon coming up in November. Listen, guys, you know we could go on and on and stay on the air forever because we love NABWIC Talks. Thank you for joining us as always. But if you want to jump in the studio with NABWIC Talks, Please request an interview kit, an interview package, and or an advertising package. You could just link up with us through our email address at marketing at navwick.org. Yes, just spell it out exactly how it is, marketing at navwick.org, and request your spot on NABWIC Talks, your interview package and or advertisement package. Listen, it's been another absolutely amazing NABWIC Talks radio show this morning. You know you can always find us every Wednesday morning at 8.30 a.m. Until next time, have an absolutely amazing Wednesday. Thank you for listening in to NABWIC Talks. This concludes our show. Thank you for listening to NABWIC, the National Association of Black Women in Construction. For more information about NABWIC and our membership, please visit us on the web at www.nabwic.org. We are the voice of black women in construction. Have a great and prosperous day.